voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calling and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 673. This is our, or at least my getaway episode. Um, We're packing up and flying back to Indy tomorrow. So we'll be back doing it from the Indy studio next week. And hopefully everything works and is in good shape. And we've transferred a dog to Bernie and done all that good stuff. <laughs> so um, we'll we'll have it going on. So Jeff, take it away. Okay, thank you very much. First of all, I'd like to say hello to everybody listening, whether they're listening live on all things uh, on the Legend, I should say, or listening to the All Things Radio podcast later on. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. Follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. Next up, we're going to take a look, look at a radio station or listen to uh, the history of a radio station from the Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana, and that's WWL, celebrating 100 years. We'll follow it up with an air check from 1999, May of 1999 to be exact, and we're going to hear our own Bernie Egan with the Friday Night Retro Show on radio station WENS in Indianapolis, Indiana. And finally, we're going to do what we should have done two weeks ago, we're going to get to play that air check of the radio station in Maine. That's WYNZFM in Portland, Maine, or South Portland, Maine, to be exact, with their a variety of its format. The station is owned and operated by Saga. All in all, I think we have a very busy show this week. Everyone in the radio industry was out in, well, everyone who was everybody was in the radio industry out in Vegas this week. We'll tell you a little bit about that. So I wish I was there, too. But unfortunately, I'm here at Albany, New York. So all I can say is I'll turn it over to you, Bill. Well, thank you very much, and I better ask my usual question of Bernie. When we get radio news from home, I guess I'll have to go figure it out tomorrow when we get off the plane. But I have well, a feeling. Well, the good news is you, you won't have much to figure out, <clears throat> so that's, <laughs> that'll make it easy for you. It's so funny. Earlier this week, my wife, Teresa, said, so what are you guys going to talk about on uh, All Things Radio? I said, well, we're probably going to talk about all the changes in Indianapolis. And she's like, so, so then what are you going to talk about? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, maybe maybe what you should tell her next time, Bernie, is uh, as the late Steve, what's his name, the guy that did this afternoon show on Thursday. Steve Nomer. Steve Nomer yeah, would say, we're going to, next, after my show, there's, there's, all thing, there's All Things Radio, where they're going to talk about radio, and they're going to tell you more about radio. And they're going to tell you even more about even radio. Even a little more about radio. That's right. right. Even a little bit more about radio. Nothing to tell, but maybe I'll pick up something uh, this weekend. Who knows? But I would doubt it, it, you know, unless something happens or, yeah. you know, 1070 blows away or gets old or maybe somebody finally silenced 1430 or 1260 or... 
something like that. You know what I mean? And uh, B105.7 is doing a whatever weekend. So right. I know that's going to be exciting for everybody. Okay. So well, we're probably <laughs> going to get a new translator on it. 106.3 or something like that. You never know. You know, let me start a rumor. Or uh, <laughs> okay, the only way cool. I, I can get this station, I've never heard of them when we're in Indy, is 105.1. They're a Spanish station, and I can get them on my little Internet radio. That's the only way I can hardly get that station. Can you get that station well, Bernie? 105. Uh, I have gotten them, but uh, I, I don't listen to them often because I, I don't know Spanish. I'm, I'm learning it for my next job. But, right. Uh, Babel. I don't know it yet. Take that. Right. Get Babel. But it doesn't right. come in very well, yeah, I should though, get does Babel. it? Yeah. No. It doesn't do so well. I don't have the patience. Yeah. So, so we shall see what we shall see. But we know that, you know, we can speculate about indie radio news. But we know there's going to be Jeff Bennett with his national perspective, his national news that's award-winning. So here we go. It is. It's award-winning in our minds. Anyway. Right. Yes. It was 100 years ago tomorrow that WWE... Oh, no, that didn't do oh so God. well. Just that's just not Jeff. What happened to Jeff? Did I put it in there? I know it did. Did I, did I you put know it in what, there? Jeff? I know it. Uh, uh, it's that artificial intelligence, Jeff. It's that know, artificial it's intelligence. Let's try it one it more in. time, Jeff. All right. <laughs> I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's hey. what's happening in the world of broadcasting. It's Off to Vegas and the National Association of Broadcasters Radio Show. We have more information about that Cox Urban Wood deal in Houston, Texas. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and begin our look at the deals in March. Press little people meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the major radio news this week is the National Association of Broadcasters Radio Show in Las Vegas, Nevada. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but not here at All Things Radio. The National Association of Broadcasters Radio show was less than exciting this year. No, there weren't any big innovations here, and the future of radio, I believe, is truly on the line. We'll talk about this later on in this radio report. Jessica Rosenworcel, commissioner of the FCC, spoke at the show. However, it was a less than stellar speech. She talked about the history of radio and the fact that radio was 100 years old, but the rest of the speech dealt with the new ATSC 3.0 standard. You know, there's no help for radio here in her speech, and the future of AM radio is on the line. With Tesla eliminating AM radio in its electric cars and Ford doing the same thing in the next few years, the future of AM radio could be doomed. John Katsimatidis, president of Red Apple Media, owner of radio station WABC AM in New York City, says that we need to save AM radio and he's lobbying the FCC and Congress to do just that. The question here is will this lobbying save AM radio? Other news from the radio show is the National Association of Broadcasters Crystal Awards and the following radio stations are to be congratulated for winning the Crystal Award this year. KBCO FM, Denver, Colorado, KBXX-FM, Houston, Texas, KCYY-FM, San Antonio, Texas, KKHA-FM, Peco Peco, American Samoa, KOSI-FM, Denver, Colorado, KSTP-FM, Minneapolis, Minnesota, WALR-FM, Atlanta, Georgia, WREW-FM, Cincinnati, Ohio, WTMJ-AM, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and WUSL-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. KTR-FM in Phoenix, Arizona also won a Heritage Crystal Award, and this is the fifth year that KTR-AM has won a Crystal Award. The station is owned and operated by Bonneville International, programming a talk format. Now let's take a look at 
that Cox deal, which sold their Houston properties to Urban One. When the deal is consummated, Urban One will have to spin off two radio stations, one that is originally owned and operated by Urban One, and one that was owned by Cox Media. The stations involved here are KROI-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 92.1, which Urban One is going to spin off to a minority broadcaster, and KTHT-FM, which is owned and operated by Cox Media with a classic country format, which is also going to be spun off when this deal is consummated. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. When the Chicago Bears begin their 2023-2024 season, they'll be on a new radio station. They'll air on ESPN 1000 WMVP AM. The team of Mark Silverman and Dion Miller will be added to the Chicago Bears broadcast. They'll handle pre- and post-game shows and other specialty shows for the Chicago Bears airing on radio station WMVP AM and the Chicago Bears radio network. Joining Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer, who are the play-by-play announcers for the Chicago Bears, is Jason McKay, former Chicago Bear and high school football coach who will act as a sideline reporter. Now let's move to Denver, Colorado, where radio station KIMN-FM has made changes to their on-air lineup. Katie Mitchell will handle middays from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m., and Nina Blanco will handle 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. Katie Mitchell moves up from weekends at the radio station, and Nina Blanco comes to this radio station after working for iHeartMedia at radio station KPTT-FM in Denver, Colorado. Now let's move to Los Angeles, California, where Tavis Smiley has applied to convert his LMA status of radio station KBLA-AM to a downright purchase of the radio station. He'll be purchasing the radio station for $6,896,000. The station programs a talk format. In San Diego, California, congratulations go out to Maddie Rose, who's in the midday personality at radio station KBZT-FM in San Diego, California. The station is owned and operated by Odyssey, programming an alternative rock format. Maddie Rose has been with the radio station since 2015, and she worked as a board operator and fill-in host. The economy is forcing radio stations to think how they operate. In the case of Odyssey, they're closing their sales office in Providence, Rhode Island, which handles sales for radio station WVEI-FM. WVEI-FM simulcasts the programming of radio station WEEI-FM in Boston, Massachusetts. The sales force for WVEI-FM will be able to continue working for Odyssey remotely. Odyssey has also said so long to two corporate executives. They are Mike D. and Tim Murphy. Mike D. is exiting his role as president of the sports division for the company. However, he'll remain with the company as a senior advisor. Tim Murphy has been with the company for 15 years, operating as price president of business development. He is leaving the company altogether. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen March personal people meter ratings. The big news here is that there were big gains for New York's WINS-FM and San Francisco's KCBS-AM. In New York City, the number one ranked radio station is WLTW-AM with an adult contemporary format. There was a tie for the number two and three ranked radio stations. Number two is radio station WCBS-FM with its classic hits format. And number three is radio station WAXQ-FM programming a classic rock format. It should be noted that radio station WCBS-FM dropped from a 6.5 in February to a 6.1 cube in March. And WINS-AM pulled a 5.1 share of the audience, and the last time this happened was in March of 2019. In Los Angeles, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KRTH-FM with a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is KIIS-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California is KBIG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one-ranked radio station is WLIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WXRT-FM with an adult album alternative rock format. In San Francisco, California, the big winner here is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation with an 8.0 share of the audience. In February, KCBS-AM pulled a 6.0 share of the audience. The number two-ranked radio station is KOI. 
WYTFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three radio station in Los Angeles, California is KISQFM, also programming an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one radio station is KTCKFM with an all sports format. The number two radio station is KZPSFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three radio station in Dallas, Texas is KLUVFM, programming a classic hits format. In Houston, Texas, the number one radio station is KODAFM, programming an adult contemporary format. The number two radio station is KGLK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Houston, Texas is KKHH-FM programming an adult hits format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rec radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is WAMJ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WSBAM with a news talk format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one rec radio station is WD FM with the number two contemporary format. The number two radio station is WMGK FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is KYWAM with a news talk format. Out of Long Island, the number one rec radio station is WBABFM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WAXQFM, also programming a classic rock format. And finally, the number three radio station out of Long Island is WHTZFM with a pop CHR format. In Riverside, California, the number one rank radio station is KFRGFM with a country format. The number two rank radio station is KOLAFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KSGNFM with an adult contemporary format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is KCBSAM with its all news operation. The number two rank radio station is KOLAFM. TFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KISQFM, also programming an adult contemporary format. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station is WMGQFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WKXWFM, programming a talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station out of New Jersey is WAXQFM. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen March Personal People Meter Ratings. Congratulations go out to John Hewlett, who is retiring after 46 years in the radio business. John Hewlett is the morning man working at radio station KSHE-FM in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, he's been with the radio station since 1976. However, at the end of April, he'll be hanging up those headphones, but he'll continue working at the radio station doing part-time work. Finally, I'd like to give my opinion about broadcasting in general these days. The National Association of Broadcasters can tout the advances in radio, but is radio really advancing. There's a new standard called ATSC 3.0. Yes, most people think of it as just a TV standard, but it's just a digital way of delivering audio and video. Yes, I said audio and video. But audio could be used to make ATSC a standard for radio. This new digital standard has channels, and each channel can hold 50 radio stations. Will this new standard be adopted by the Federal Communications Commission? And will radio be able to adopt this new standard? Streaming is becoming more and more popular, and radio companies had better embrace this new technology or they'll be left behind. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. 
Thank you, Bill. I was going to just elaborate a little bit about this ATSC 3.0 standard because there's a guy that I follow on uh, YouTube by the name of Antenna Man. He talks about everything new in the TV community, but he's talking about the fact that, and they were demonstrating it at the uh, NAB convention, and, and I do believe this is a possible standard that radio could, have been, could be involved with. You could take one digital channel of today's digital format and put 50 radio stations on it with a higher quality sound. However, the big problem here is Will the industry or the FCC adopt this technology? And if the FCC adopts it, will there be enough receivers? Will they be able to adapt it to the Android phones, the iPhones, and adapt it to car radios? Uh, Because it's all on a streaming basis at this point. I don't know. But I do believe it's something that the radio should be aware of. I hear so many people talking about, and they were celebrating the greatness of radio in in this particular conference. But I think radio is... I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe maybe they're talking to make everyone else make, making them talking to make themselves feel good. But I I don't see I don't see the innovation. I don't see the the spark that, that, that everyone is trying to say. Bernie, I was going to ask you what you do you think. Do you think maybe I'm off base here? I don't know. No, I think you're exactly right. I think that uh, radio is going to be making changes, and some of it's just going to go away, especially AM and. Uh, you know, the, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a hundred years, you know, we're talking a hundred no. years and I think there are a lot of things that are kind of getting in the way now. They can tout AM radio all they want. Unfortunately, cars that are electric are going to be here and they're going to be expanding and states are going to ban at some point because it's already talking in New York state. I know they're talking about it out in California. The, the, the days of the combustion engine are going to go away by, by 2030 or 33 or something like that. And when that happens, AM radio is definitely going to be in trouble. Um, the, the big problem that uh, Scott, uh, as Lance Venta talks about, as um, the Northeast Radio Watch talks about, the, the big thing they talk about, they, the big thing that they talk about here is is that radio is going to have to progress. And when the AM radio station's land is worth more than the radio stations on that land, and we're seeing that more and more today, then uh, then I think that we know the future of AM radio at this point. Well, uh, here we are already AM radio has been left behind. I mean, when yep. we've had weather emergencies and stuff, I don't turn the radio on. I use my phone. Our our AM station here, that is the FEMA station, did not cover the ice storm. They're the quote unquote station back in the nineties that FEMA set up as the AM station for you know stuff. They didn't hardly go over the ice storm. It was. Our sports station on FM, yeah, I don't know. Really I co- the one that was covered. I don't know who covered it. I didn't turn the radio on. Well, it, it's it's kind of funny because in Albany, New York, we have the big radio station, and everyone knows about it. It's WGY. It was owned and operated by General Electric um, for many, 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 many years. They didn't cover the – there was a hostage situation where a, a mother a mother was in the hospital, and the, and the son barricaded himself in the hospital room and essentially held the mother as a hostage in the hospital. He had a mental mm-hmm. breakdown. Uh, none of the radio stations covered it. Channel 13, which is the TV station, did massive, co- massive coverage on it, but no one else covered it. And yet it was a story that could have been, that years ago would have been covered on radio. Yeah, not here. That wouldn't happen here. Nobody would cover that no. here. So, now, the no, question I, I have, though, that Go relates ahead, to this is we just talked about uh, WINS and KCBS and how well they did in the ratings. And um, when they say they got whatever the number is, if their broadcast is, is the way, I don't know if there's a rule about this or if we even know if there is. So let's say you, you said something, I think KCBS had an eight 
and let's say 4.5 came from the FM and 3.5 from the AM, or is it that they just, uh, if it's the same signal, they don't even worry about which is on AM and which is on FM, or what? Well, at this point, it says KBFC, KCBS AM. On WINS, and I think I may have said AM, but I know it is FM. I, I did say FM. They they recognize WINS FM now, and they're the dominant station that, that, that they're looking at. So that so, they, so the companies get to choose. I mean, it's actually the same company, but they get to choose who they're going to uh, emphasize on there or who they're going to put into the book. No, they don't get to choose that. However, they're not promoting the AM as well. They'll say you're listening to WINS ninety two point three AM ten ten wins ninety two point three FM. Right. But they're right. not. They're not promoting it, the AM. They're promoting the FM. Right. For example, well, but when KY- people do the diaries, are they asked if they're listening on AM or what FM? Diary? No. What diary? There's no diaries. This is so what are they doing? They're, they're using the personal people. people, people, people they're so they're either them. listening, so they're doing what they're doing. They're on AM or FM, whatever they do. Right, yeah. but I believe okay. the encoding is more prominent now on, on FM. But I can't tell you because I don't have one. And, they, and, and, and Nielsen doesn't really talk about how the technology works. They tell you that, 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 that people are wearing these encoders. But again, right. they don't sit there and tell you how the encoder works and what the technology is that makes it encode properly. We know that it's sending... Uh, there's, there's data being sent to those meters, but you can't hear it on the on the air. But that yeah. but but there's data that's being sent to the meters. Again, they well, had a like, problem. They had a big problem with that a few years ago. If you remember from the uh, from the um, from the council, uh, they 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 had trouble getting accreditation because of the sample sizes they were using. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, also you think about it because, like you said, KNX doesn't even mention 1070 anymore. They just send news 97.1 KNX right. or like with the personal people meter that. The thing I find interesting on it, and that's why I'm, I'm always curious how they do it, but I know you don't know, but, I mean, the ticket, which is a 5,000-watt AM, and their FM signals north of town, they're not in the city, again, making it as the number one station in Dallas. That's kind of, you know. Well, as Bernie will tell you, coverage. as Bernie will tell you, and I will tell you as well, is that we don't know where those samples have going. Oh. We don't know who's gotten those meters. We don't. We, and I'm, I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can have that radio on in my house all day long, even if I'm not home, and it's still going to register me as read as listening to the, what the, the, that station. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. think if, if you're if you're gone, I don't think it's going to register for very long. I think now, you have to be around because you have to move the meter. I've heard that if you're in a car, I've heard that if you're in a car, if you're walking somewhere and a car drives by you and they have it on a radio station, it will pick up the meter, will will pick up whatever they're looking. Yeah, I've heard that. So again, counts that. Again, the technology. But you know what, Bernie? I'm going to tell you something. When I worked in radio, and we talked about radio back in the '70s, and you had uh, Pulse, and you had Nielsen, and there was Hooper for a while, and when you had all these companies, everyone said. Mm. Well, the diary is great, but everyone, every, every, everyone complained. Uh, everyone complained about the diary. They all said, "Well, there are problems right. with the diary." And now, with the personal people sure. meters, there are those who are going to say there are problems. With, there, is, I don't know that there is one perfect solution as to well, how those not. ratings get there's done. Right. You probably, you probably, you probably get more of an accurate reading from the people that are streaming either through their Lady A's apps, the websites, or whatever, because. It shows what they're listening to in real time. Probably get more of those people than you so do the, the people pres- on the on the so does the, so does the personal people media rate. Yeah. They get they get a, a somewhat reading. They know those reader p- p- PPMs oh. are out there. They don't get the same quantified results from, uh, immediately 
but they do know that there are people yeah. listening. There are things that, 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 that the stations have that they know because mm-hmm. they'd have to know if those, those meters are encoding properly. They're at the mm-hmm. transmitter site of these yeah. radio stations. Karen, can you unmute yourself, please? Hello. Yes, go hey. ahead, Karen. You're unmuted. Go ahead. I uh, found out about the school shooting in Nashville uh, that day, but it was not until after 2, our time. So what I decided to do was uh, listen to the news talk stations that uh, were there, mm-hmm. are there, and I listened to them on the Lady A. But here's what I got. There was live coverage on WTN, the FM news talk, and I listened to part of that, and I think they started going to commercials and such. But I thought, I'm going to see what WLAC is doing, and they've been uh, news talk or talk uh, pretty much for about 40, over 40 years. But here's what yep. they did. They connected with WSMV4 TV and ran their coverage. Right. Again, that's and not I uncommon. Was... That's oh, not, yes. That's not uncommon, Karen, because a lot of TV stations no. will work with radio stations because it saves the radio station money. Even WINS with its all-news operation. When they when when there are real big stories, even in New York City, they will they will they will take recordings. They don't necessarily go live with it, but they will unless it's really big. They will actually take actualities and stuff from Channel Seven, which is WABC uh, Television in New York City, and sometimes they'll get actuality work from Channel Four, which is WNBC in New York City. They all kind of work together, and in this kind of economy, that's really the only way to go. Wow. Well, I don't doubt that, and. I, l- I watched, or well, I'll say listened on the Lady A on that for close to four hours uh, because uh, I found out <laughs> one of our anchors on one of our TV stations, I recognized her voice, and somebody came on and, you know, one of the field reporters, and uh said her first name I thought oh I thought that was <laughs> and I found out inadvertently uh where she had gone but you went does uh, WLAC Karen have a news department of its own or do they get or are they like one of these regional news departments oh goodness they I think uh they do or they're supposed to uh I don't know how much of one they have. They may have live local news in the morning. Other than that, I think they just cover Fox News. Yeah. See, because the and, way it, the way it works here is WHO in Des Moines here is the regional news, and then a lot of the stations around the region they have news, but they get their news from. WHO's news department. Yes, yeah, so, because uh, that's, that's what I was asking. Is you know, is it is it somebody who's actually there, or do they get it from a regional off? You know, a yeah. regional news. Because so it w- used to be, I'm sure they did, but I don't think so now. Yeah. I, I figure they uh, WTN at least has live news, at least during the day. 
mm-hmm. has and live also, news as well as talk Right. Shows. As a matter of fact, the, if, the, if WHO, I mean, is a regional, like like in Albany, New York, uh, WGY yeah. has used to have a big news department. They don't anymore. Um, yeah, so, because the, the WHO um, people, the news people, they do interviews or inter- they do news with Omaha and they've done things with Minneapolis. So yeah. the WHO uh, is the regional news Except, that, except Karen is right. If you listen to WLAC, they probably have, they do have a live morning show. But other than that, they don't do any of the live talk. It's all syndicated through Premier Radio. It's so, all syndicated. There's, there's no, there's no Blue Eyed Soul. There's no John R. Nope. There's no Hossman yeah. Allen. There's no, no uh, there's no, no uh, there's that, no, no, none of that anymore. All, all that's that's, the, that's all that stuff is long gone. Karen, thank you very yep. much. Always a pleasure hearing from you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no more 15 hours. No, you're right. But again, that's it's 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 not going to get better. I didn't I don't like to be negative because I I like radio, but it's hard to like something that it's cool. tough to listen to these days. So You wonder too and you look at now the the ones that really did well were in New York and so you know KYW did well, uh, WINS and KCBS. You wonder if the people in the other CBS, you know, I say CBS all the time. Odyssey um, stations are a little nervous. You know, why, why isn't KNX showing up? What's the matter with WWJ? What about WBBM? Who's been good in the past? And, you know, they've been up there. But, you know, you just sort of wonder what's going on. Is there different formulas in the different cities? Or is just some people, some places pay more attention to news and others don't? Or what? I don't, I, well, one thing, it's, it's hard not to do well in New York City with an all-new station because you've got a huge population. It's one of right. the, the highest yeah. population. You've got a, a huge problem. But second of all, you know, it, 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 this is the first time I've seen KCBS out in San Francisco. They've always done well, but they've never done that well. San Francisco is kind of eclectic when it comes to radio. And yeah, the, and they, they like and the, the NPR. Yeah, but the NPR yeah. station didn't do as well. So, right. again, again, again we, I don't know how these PPM units are being sampled, Chris, and that's, and, and that's what Bernie yeah. and I have been trying to say. Well, and we don't know where they're going, and we don't know who has them. And but the problem is, like, people's jobs, you know, if you're, you're the program director at WWJ, you could be in trouble. Say, hey, come, you can't get the numbers we're getting in New York and Chicago, I mean, in uh, San Francisco, you know. But, that but, they don't, but again, it, it, it may not be as bad as you think, in the, even with WWJ, yeah. because they can sell that station. If they can sell it, that, that's, what, that's important. Right, oh, yeah. But, um, if you I guys think, are going to uh, make it sound like those stations that aren't rated. I think it's probably time to move on. I think you're right, Bill. That's yeah. good. And then Jennifer told me, she, she, she sent me a text message, where's my segment coming? Well, that, that's not so bad. She had to enter the left. Yeah, yeah. You better, listen to, you better listen to Jennifer, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. I am Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of April 20th. WRLD FM 95.3 Valley, Alabama changes calls to WMJB FM KGDD AM 1520 Oregon City, Oregon changes format from ethnic to regional Mexican and changes slogan from Portland Christian Radio to La Grande 
103.5 KOORAM 1010 Milwaukee, Oregon changes format from sports to urban contemporary and changes slogan from TUDN Radio 1010 to Urbana 1010 AM KQRRAM 1130 Mount Angel, Oregon Changes format from silent to ethnic. WRCG AM 1420, Columbus, Georgia. Changes format from urban adult contemporary to classic rock. KAUJ FM 100.9, Grafton, North Dakota. Changes slogan from the Rock Farm 100.9 to My FM 100.9. KCCL FM 101.5, Woodland, California. Changes slogan from 101.5 K Hits to Radio Laser. KLME FM 95.7, Langdon, North Dakota. Changes slogan from the Rock Farm 95. to my FM 95.7 KYTZ FM 106.7 Walhalla, North Dakota changes slogan from Big 106 to The Rock Farm 106.7 KSUX FM 105.7 Winnebago, Nebraska changes slogan from Today's Best Country to KSUX 105 WTCA AM 1050 Plymouth, Indiana changes slogan from the best WTCA to giant FM WTCA WZNN FM 96.1 Stamping Ground, Kentucky changes city of license to Paris KQBG FM 99.5 Rock Island, Washington changes format from hot AC to adult contemporary and changes slogan from 99.5 the bridge to 99.5 the apple KGAM FM 106.3 Merced, California changes slogan from radio laser to la mejor KIQQ FM 103.7 Newberry Springs, California Changes slogan from Radio Laser to La Mejor. KMEN FM 100.5 Mendata, California. Changes slogan from Radio Laser to La Mejor. KSFN AM 1510 Piedmont, California. Changes slogan from Unanimo Deportes to Radio Laser. W-H-C-G-A-M 1360 Metter, Georgia Changes calls to W-E-G-C-A-M W-V-O-K-A-M 1580 Oxford, Alabama Changes calls to W-T-A-Z-A-M K-W-J-P FM 89.7 Paola, Kansas Changes slogan From K-W-J-P 89 Point seven to 
Bot Radio Network, WCTB FM 93.5, Fairfield, Maine, changes slogan from cruising country to true country 93.5. Those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. I noticed an Indiana change there. 10.50 a.m. has been that way a long time, WTCA. They yield to a translator. I know a translator was involved in that. So there we go, Jeff. I like the, that I like maybe the call letters, KSUX. Yeah, I don't think I don't we'll never use that. the obvious slogan either, but very sad. Yeah, well, you know, I think Bill's right about one thing. The only thing that may save AM in, in some respects for, is, is if they have an FM translator attached to it. Uh, right. And, and even that may not save AM because at some point the, the stations are going to say, we don't really need to support the AM. And the other thing that, has, that is having a problem, Scott Feibish and his Northeast Radio Watch talked about it as well, is that they're having trouble finding people who are qualified to, un, to work on AM transmitters. It's one thing to have an AM radio station. But a lot of the transmitters were our old equipment, and and people just don't know how to maintain them anymore. That they're not they're not being taught how to do this kind of work. So I know we're, we're I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the conversation here because we, we've been we've been singing this thing for a while today. But it, that, that, these right. are the woes that AM has to go through. Well, one thing you better sing the woes of, and we need to watch it, Jeff, is the piling up of people talking and not listening on the panel here. So. The next time that happens on this panel, the people involved in the pileup will be removed from the panel. So, moderators, get ready. I'm so, sorry, I wasn't listening. What, what's going to happen? You're gone. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. No, seriously. You're, you're going to remove me? No. Not till, not till you're I know where you live. Yeah. Not till your ne- your features over with anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we're going to play and get the most out of that, Bernie. But seriously, what, uh, we've been doing this long enough, guys, and you know who you are. So please stop it. Okay. okay. Yes, you will. You better. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, is. Jeff, are you ready for the next feature? Uh, you're the boss, I guess. No, we are. no, I mean, he you wasn't, He wasn't listening. What? Yeah, say? he wasn't listening. <laughs> yes, I am ready for the next feature. Yeah. We're going to do one, and we'll dedicate this to Pierre. We, we've done WWL in the past, but I think you'll like this 100 years of WWL, and hopefully you will anyway. So... Get ready to talk, just be careful. Here we go. It was 100 years ago tomorrow that WWL Radio first hit the airwaves. And over the century, there were times when some people thought radio wouldn't last, if you can believe it, Mm -hmm. like with the invention of television or when music videos were popular. But today, the station is still thriving. Tonight, Meg Ferris begins a two-part look back at the station and its early years.
100 years ago, the Jesuits had a vision. It really is a physics experiment at Loyola University that births WWL Radio. A vision that launched and sustained well-known personalities' careers and, yes, even saved lives. So that first broadcast, March 31st, 1922, was very simple by today's standards. Someone played some songs on an upright piano, and then the president of Loyola, Father Cassidy, asked for money. WWL Radio quickly went from a fundraising tool to national prominence. It was among those authorized to run at the highest power allowed for any AM station in the U.S. 50,000 watts clear channel. I mean, you know, the blowtorch of the South. I mean, you could hear us all over the all over the country pretty much, especially at night. And they listened. The Blue Room, you'll say it's magnificent, presents the music of Leon Kellner. In studios from Loyola University, then to the Motleon, and then to the Roosevelt Hotel, where people nationwide were entertained by big stars performing in the Blue Room from the 30s to the 60s. And there was the popular Dawn Busters. I come from Louisiana. Show of choice way before TV. And there was the popular and eclectic talk radio host, Bob Ruby. That was in the 70s, where announcing the time of day was even sponsored. So it was always King Edward cigar time. I had just been fired from working at a women's shoe store in Lakeside because I didn't do a very good job selling women's shoes. But Bob was, was brilliant. I learned a lot from Bob. And I- WWL radio host Scoot was just 19 when his father delivered a bill in person to Ruby. It was for promoting his show by skywriting. Ruby had just fired his producer and needed a new one and on a whim asked Scoot's dad if he knew any young responsible guys. September 15th, 2006, Monday Night Football, Saints coming back in the Dome after the devastation of Katrina. Fifty years later, Scoot is still one of the stars introduced to us from behind the WWL radio mic. The live element in radio today is still my favorite part of of this this medium. Live and so intimate, one-on-one interaction. Scoot remembers the best compliment he ever got, a woman recounting rushing to the hospital to see her critically injured father. She was even sure that her dad would be alive when she got there and she said you made me laugh during that drive and I thought if I've done that as simple as that is I've done my job right around the time Scoot started there WWL took on a higher profile job becoming the voice of that new team playing at Tulane Stadium 870 became the place where we could vent to Hap Glotty after the Saints lost. Later, we'd vent through the cutout hole in our Aints bags to Buddy D. The new management were like, who's this guy, Buddy D? When Loyola sold WWL Radio to a new company in 1989, Deliberto was nearly a casualty. The new company's managers had no clue about New Orleans accents or New Orleans characters until they got a lesson from WWL brand manager Diane Newman. Should we hire him? I said, yeah, yesterday. And then years later, finally, a broadcast many thought they'd never hear. Snap, placement, kick by Hartley, and it is, it is good! It's good! It's good! <laughs> Pigs have flown! Hell is frozen over! The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl! Some goosebump-creating moments 
etched in our souls need no explanation. The radio call is what we remember. You don't remember the TV announcer. You remember the radio announcer, Jim Henderson, pigs flying and hell is frozen over. Everyone remembers Jim Henderson. Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen over. The Saints are going to the Super Bowl. Tomorrow in part two, something else we all remember. I went to the studio and I just put my arms around Garland because he broke down and cried. That led to the recovery. More from inside the WWL newsroom. Meg Ferris, Eyewitness News. Well, today marks a milestone in New Orleans broadcasting the 100th anniversary of WWL Radio. It's hard to imagine, but we here at Channel 4 share roots and a partnership with that station and its award-winning news department. Well, tonight in part two of our special report, Meg Ferris revisits some of the historic stories that we've covered together. WWL AM radio was given authority to do what only a few stations across the country could do, broadcast at 50,000 clear watts as the only station in America at 870 on the dial. That meant WWL could be heard across most of the U.S. And in the early 60s, more importantly, heard in another critical country. In the midst of the Cuban Missile Crisis, JFK used the power of WWL AM to speak to the Cuban people. For its performance during the Cuban crisis of October-November 1962, this station voluntarily canceled its own programs and instead from dusk till dawn. During this period, relayed programs of the Voice of America to Cuba. After entertaining people for decades from the Roosevelt Blue Room, WWL AM radio began evolving and used that reach to become a leader in the news talk format. When I got here, we had the largest radio news staff in the Gulf South. We had 18 people. 18 people, I and mean, that's, that's, you know, of course today that's unheard of, but we were right there next to TV, and that, that, was, a, that was a great thing. Yep. Of all the stories Walt Pierce covered in his 17 years as a reporter, then news director, the most memorable was the 1982 crash of Flight 759 in Kenner. It was something I'd never ever experienced before, and uh, I'd been to quite a few breaking news, tragic type of situations, but that was, uh, that was quite an event. He and WWL TV newsman Norman Robinson were among the first on the devastating scene. And that kind of newsroom sharing and cooperation between WWL Radio and WWL TV has gone on for decades. Many well-known TV reporters, producers, and managers in the New Orleans market got their start on WWL Radio. And so did sports announcers like Hap Glotty. He would come to me and go, um, sweetie, could you this for me? <laughs> he didn't know how to use a copy machine. I'm Frank Davis for Channel 4 Eyewitness News, and yeah, you're right. This is naturally known. And so did beloved personalities. One was Frank Davis. He convinced them to get a Winnebago, and we went everywhere, every festival, every golf tournament, every fishing tournament. Frank was live from there. 
Chef Pao Pudong used to do a cooking show on radio. <laughs> One of the most popular TV journalists and anchors in the country, Angela Hill, remembers filling in one time for the 1970s top-rated icon, Bob Ruby. Who calls in? My first boyfriend in the seventh grade calling offshore working on an oil rig. Now, how did that happen? He says, I'm listening to you. And then I realized this is mammoth. She remembers the star-studded guests over the years. And someone said, Barry Manilow is in radio. I was like a child. I bolted up the stairs. Such a charming, kind person. Shook my hand. I went back down to the newsroom and said, I'm never washing this hand. And after her TV career, Angela hosted her own talk radio show. So did former WWL-TV anchor Garland Robinette. All kind of goddamn, excuse my French, everybody in America. But I am pissed. In the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, Garland's interview with then-Mayor Ray Nagin was picked up by countless news agencies across the country, making clear the depth of the disaster. And it's that moment. When Ray says, people are dying, man, people are dying. And he and Garland just had, I think, one of the biggest moments in the history of radio on the air. And that one call moved the president to come here and rescue our city. He really became the voice of the city. Why? Because 50,000 watts. And I went to the studio. I just put my arms around Garland because he broke down and cried. He was... He was a hero. He was a hero. That led to the recovery. WWL First News. WWL Radio News Director Dave Cohen was among the first to broadcast the levee and canal walls breaking. I was begging and pleading. You know, we had gone, gone from just being journalists presenting the news to really being advocates for the people of New Orleans and telling them, get on the high rises, get on the elevated roadways, get out of your homes now, because in a matter of hours, you won't be able to. We're stuck, and one of the babies is running a high fever. To this very day, he wonders if that Hollygrove mother with a baby and a toddler made it through. Because she couldn't get through to 911, she called Dave. He talked her into getting on her rooftop. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and also we've got some other people to talk about. But um, from those life-changing days to the everyday, WWL is still here, despite some predictions. When TV first came out, uh, people were saying, radio's dead. It didn't die. MTV went on the air August 1st, 1981, and people were saying, well, nobody's going to listen to the radio if they can see music and, and videos. Well, that didn't happen. And Scoot, now in the business for half of WWL Radio's 100 years, predicts the power of that 50,000 clear watt channel combined with one-on-one -on -one relationships listeners have with radio means WWL AM is here to stay. Meg Farris, Eyewitness News. Well, there you go, Jeff. And Bill, turn it one of the best speeches you've ever done. I really think that's the best. Wow. You like that one? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I think it was the one. I mean, I can't say, but it was definitely the best. Yeah, we, we, we searched through them. You know that. And you know we... 
do that, even though, you know, all things radio, we really work hard to try to find those features. We know there's going to be some changes here on All Things Radio coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. But we really appreciate the fact that we can do those. So thank you so much, Jeff. No, no problem, Bill. I will say that, that I wish they had done only one thing, and they talked about the service of the truckers community on the Road Gang show, which I never heard, I never heard a show like that in my life. Until I went to Syracuse University, where I could get WWL at night, and the first road gang host I heard was Charlie Douglas. And yeah, that's that brought next. Back. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I, wait. I, for I, was, I, was, I Yeah. Go, go ahead, Bernie. That was a really well done uh, two-part interview, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it summed everything up really well. Uh, except it didn't men- did it mention the FM? No, no, no. no. I think it did. Not at all. They got a, I think they got a pretty strong FM now. They do. Yeah. In yeah um, I have never been to New Orleans. It's, it's a place I would really like to go to at some point. Yeah. I uh, well, you know, one thing but, about it is that with WWL, you always get the feeling when you put it on. You know, you can turn on a station and it's it's all syndicated. They're never syndicated. I, I don't think I've ever put them on where they weren't doing a local sporting event or a local program of some sort, and it's just always been that way. And they sound local. They sound yeah, local. they do. They still. Look, Gary. Go, Gary. Yeah, I was just saying. I actually heard a lot of the Katrina coverage they referenced, uh, and that was, I actually heard it on the radio even. Show you how far back that was, but uh, it was riveting, uh, and I listened to as much of it as I could. And you know, they did a fantastic. That that's one of the successes of AM radio, WWL. Even though they're on FM too, but still, you know, when the chips are down there, they're they're there for everybody. Yep. And when they were getting ready for the one a couple of years ago, I mean, you could tell they were gearing up. They knew what to do. They were prepared. I listened to a lot of that coverage. I forget which, what the hurricane's name was, but the one they had two years ago. And they were prepared to do whatever they had to do, and they were comparing it to Katrina very knowledgeably, um, you know, as you would, because everybody remembered it and, and knew. Remember, okay, Katrina did this, and this one's doing that. And so they were very, they were spot on on what they said was going to happen. And well, uh, Dave it was Cohen, really interesting. Dave you know? Cohen was there, so he went through it, so he knows. He, and yeah. he's, he's really good. Yeah. Really, yeah, and, yeah, he is. Like I said, they know they know how to cover local stories, and they still have that local news presence that very few have. That very few, and I mean, like said, all the names, yeah, all the names that they had on there, all the names. I knew, I knew them like Frank Davis, Walt Pierce, yeah. because I mean, WWL blows into Austin. Even still, they're one of the few that you can get through the static AM if you want to. Hey guys, we're going to get to Bernie's feature because we're starting to get a storm here. Uh oh! Don't say that again. again. (laughs) Yeah, not again. Not again. (laughs) Yeah, I hear some thunder and some wind, and so what can you say about this, Jeff? Before we get started, well, the only thing I was going to ask Bernie some questions, so let's do that after. Let's get the feature going, and I'll ask him some questions after the after the show. That's what we're going okay. to do. 
This week in my Classic Etchick segment, we're traveling back to 1999, and we're going to hear the Friday Night Retro Show hosted by our old Bernie Egan. If you love the 1980s, you're going to love the music played on this air check. And when you listen to this air check, you realize that Bernie Egan and Jim Cerrone are having a great time. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Friday Night Retro Show hosted by Bernie Egan and Jim Cerrone from WENS-FM in Indianapolis, Indiana, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. It's the Friday Night Retro Show! Oh, you know it is. I'm Bernie Egan, Jim Cerrone's here. Eric Garn's got the got his finger on the pulse right now, answering the phones, isn't he? Is he That's over there? Right. Yes, he, he is. He's not dozing off, is he? No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Now, Eric is motioning that we have a call on line three. Okay, hello. Hey, I tuned in kind of late, so I don't know if you've played it yet, but um, if you could play the safety dance. Oh, we could play the safety dance. Great request. But you tuned in late. I don't want that to happen again. I'm sorry. I'm usually right there at five, but I messed up this time. I won't forget next week. Okay, remember, <laughs> five o'clock. Okay. <laughs> 50 lashes with a wet noodle. Oh, all right. Oh, she likes it. And we'll play your Men Without Pants song. Men, what? Men Without Hats. Oh, hats. Okay. Hats, hats, hats. I'm right. a little carried away. I'm sorry. Okay, thanks. All right. All right. Goodbye. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. It's the 80s, 971 WENS Friday Night Retro Show. It is the Smoke Man himself from 1987. Just to see her, Bernie Egan, Jim Cerrone here, and we got a call, don't we? Yes. Hello. Listen, I love to hear Obsession by Anna Motion. Gosh, we haven't played that in wow. ages. Yeah, I love that song. What uh, what kind of memories do you have with that song? Oh, you don't want to know. Yes, oh, we, we really do. <laughs> I can't tell that. My kids are here. You don't have to give us names, just details. No. <laughs> Get rid of the kids for a second. I can't. Run right into the other room. I can't. Uh, there's somebody you're obviously very attracted to. Oh, of course. Could you, you be described as a stalker? Uh, no. Are you obsessed? No. Was it the smell? Oh, it was just him. He was like an Alan Jackson lookalike. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> And his wife got upset. Oh, he wasn't married. Oh. <laughs> Was it the tight jeans that attracted you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Were you in school at that time or? Uh, I can't say. Oh, come on. Supposed to be, okay? You were supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> off today and Kittles are proud to bring you the Friday Night Retro Show on 97.1 WENS. 97.1 WENS Friday Night Retro Show that is beautiful. Chicago Hard to Say I'm sorry 1982. Hey guess what Bernie? What Jim? Can you hear the birthday <laughs> yes, song? Yes I hear the birthday song. It's a lead singer of Chicago Peter Satira's birthday on Monday. Last Monday? Last Monday makes wow. him 55. <laughs> Maybe he's using a little Grecian formula. Well, you know, and he's not with the band anymore anyway. He, they probably wore him out, you know. Got a call. Hey, what are you doing tonight anyway? I drive and deliver pizzas on Friday night, and this retro show makes it worth delivering on a Friday night. Well, that's very nice. Why don't you bring us one? Come on. Well, I'm all the way down in Center Grove, down in Greenwood. It might take me a while to get up there. Okay. <laughs> we can wait. Anyway. No problem. We're hungry. <laughs> and while we wait, here's Michael Jackson bad on the Friday night retro show. Who's bad? You're listening to the Friday Night Retro Show.
Dennis. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. Now, there you go. Glenn Fry, a song that was actually in the uh, Miami Vice TV show, right? And so was he. He was actually in the show more than one time. He was like a guest star. He was like a drug-dealing pilot, swimmer, something. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. One of those guys yeah. in the show then. Okay, yeah. so, and then he did Smuggler's Blues, too. Also from that same yeah. soundtrack. So there you go. He was a big part of the show, come to think of it. Multi-talented guy. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Kinda got, like uh, me. Well, yeah, right. What? <laughs> Down Under is coming up, Jim. It is? <laughs> Don't you have something to do? Also, uh, hey. Paul, Paul Abdul is on the way. No, you really are multi-talented. Thank You're you for, a big meanie. Thank you for reminding me about the sponsors here uh, yes. very much. Uh, we want to thank Kittle's Furniture, Paul Harris Stores. We got a great deal. And by the way, thank you for bringing in Miami Vice. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> we got a great deal. If you email us at WENS.com tonight, we're going to pull one of the people who emails us, which could be you if you put your phone number on there, too. And we're going to give you one of these great party subs from Subway. Paul Harris is taking care of that. They say it feeds 20 people. So uh, get them in this week. We'll pull another winner next week, like we did earlier tonight. And it's all here on the Friday Night Retro Show, 97.1 WENS. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. Paul Harris Storewide Savings Event. You know, it is fun. 97.1 WENS. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. Bernie Egan, Jim Saron here. And we got a call from a fairly very excited listener. Your turn. Yay, premium song. Okay. I want to hear One Night in Bangkok. I want to tell you, we keep you on at work all the time, and I cannot wait for the Friday Night Retro Show. Oh, that's, that's very nice. I work at Comedy Photography, the official photographer of the morning show. <laughs> Ann and Scott, Yeah, we do the WENS wedding with uh, Ann and Scott. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. I listen okay. to you guys all day long, and, and I come home and I turn you guys on. It's great. You have Woo! no idea. She turned us on. <laughs> yeah, she did. Here it is on the Friday Night Retro Show, 971 WENS. 971 WENS. There he is, right there next to you. From Chess, one night in Bangkok. I'm Bernie Egan. Hello. Hi, I was wondering if I could request some Paul Abdul. I don't know which song. Just any Paul Abdul. Well, what's your favorite? Opposite track. All right, let's do it on the Friday Night Retro Show. 971 WENS. 971 WENS. Friday Night Retro Show. I like that song. Men at work and down under. I'm Bernie Egan. Jim Cerrone's here. You know what the words uh, where beer does flow and men chunder in the song there? Yeah. Well, I know what beer flowing means. I know that. What's the other part? Well, men chunder means, uh, how can I say this? Uh, oh, boy. Technic- technicolor yawn. Oh, geez. You know what that means? Like praying to the porcelain god. Curling. Okay. I think I, chunks. Okay, yeah. I understand. So that's what that means? Yes. You're making that up. I am not. I got a phone call. <laughs> all right. We're shifting gears now, all right? Okay. Get a, get a paper towel in here. Hello. Did you play Open Arms by Journey? I'll bet we can play that for you. Okay, thank you. Is there a special reason you like that song? Kind of, sort of. Oh, come on. Well, <laughs> it's kind of, sort of. Was it your prom song? No, it's just, I like the word. Was it your first love? Yeah, kind of. You know we do. 97.1 WENS. Friday Night Retro Show. Go, goes. I'm Bernie Egan. Jim Sterling's here. WENS.com is the email address. You got one there? I sure do. All right. Love the show. Class of 84. Would like to hear Promises, Promises by Naked Eyes. Thanks, Todd Grant. All right, Todd. Here it is on the Friday Night Retro Show. 97.1 WENS. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. Yes, it is. We want to thank Paul Harris Stores and Kittles Furniture for sponsoring us tonight. And we got a call. Hello. Hi. We play um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax. Oh, you know it. Now, what were you doing when that song was a big hit? <laughs> I think I was in elementary school. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. MTV. MTV back when they played videos. Yeah, I remember. What a good idea. You know it. Here it is on the Friday Night Retro 
show of 971 WENS. 971 WENS, Friday night retro show. The tide is high. Blondie, now they got back together recently, didn't they? Yes, they did. Now, proving once again you can never go home. <laughs> the tide is high. Wasn't that written about Hurricane Floyd? That, I don't think so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's probably some hurricane, though. Got a call. I think we do. Hello. What are you doing tonight? Oh, just jamming out to your show. I love it. Well, thank you very much. What do you got going it, on? It throws me back to a time that others would rather forget. <laughs> That's true. Uh, actually, I'm working on my last degree here. I'm up at Muncie at Ball State. Wow. Go Cardinals! Degree in more ways than one. Third Ball degree. State. So what were you doing when these songs were all out, yeah, though? I was out in Colorado going to school out there when a lot of these songs were going on. And, man, there's some memories there. That is for sure. Before you got to go back to the radio. Thanks a lot. I think your show is great. You really do help uh, help wrap up a week for me. Well, thank you. That's very nice you of you Keep it up, there. all right? You got it. Come on! Show 1987 Big Love. That's Fleetwood Mac. I'm Bernie Egan. Jim Cerrone's here. Uh, I want to thank Kittles Furniture and Paul Harris Stores. They're sponsoring the show. And yes, the deal is still going on with uh, all the emails we get, at least the ones that include your phone number. We're going to put them all in and we'll pull one more winner next week for the big party stuff from Subway and Paul Harris. Uh, they say it'll feed 20 people. <laughs> and you get a $50 gift certificate, too. And I've told you before why that happens. Why? When people trash your house, you're going to need something to make yourself feel better about yourself. So you can go to Paul Harris and buy a bunch of cool stuff. There you right. go. So email us at WENS.com, and uh, we'll pull one next week. And, boy, talk about some good songs here. we got My Sharona on the way here in just a few minutes. What else we got here? Some from um, Prince. Uh, oh, had a right. request for Heart. All right. Yeah. And a whole bunch more. So hang in there with us on 97.1 WENS. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. WENS, it is the Friday Night Retro Show. 239-9797 is the phone number. And what we got, Jim? Got a guy on the phone who wants to hear Human League, Don't You Want Me. Oh, okay. Now, what brought that song to mind for you, sir? That was the first 45 I ever bought. That was just about the time I got rid of 45s. Yeah, we didn't have too long to buy them after that, but we bought them for a while. And where did you buy it? We bought it at Southern Plaza in the old Woolworth store. I think it was a Woolworth store. That's wild. Yeah, rack in the department store, you know, or they had, you know, like maybe 6 Exactly, and you're digging through there trying to find it. You know, yeah, i got to see which one I want. So it's either that, you know, or Michael Jackson, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try to play it. Thanks a lot. 971 WENS Friday Night Retro Show 1982. Don't you want me? Hello there. I wonder if you would think this would be as spectacular as I think. <laughs> would you play these dreams by heart? You know, the word that comes to mind for me is spectacular. How about you, Jim? That is a spectacular request. Yeah. Now, just out of curiosity, what makes it so spectacular? I don't know. It's just an awesome song. <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is on the Friday Night Retro Show 971 WENS. Show 971 oh. WNS. Oh. 
joining us. Uh, call here. Hello. You guys are jamming tonight. We can't help ourselves. Hey, sounds like a party to me. Yeah. Can you guys play the Stray Cat Strut? Excellent. We've got yeah. to. All right. All right. Thanks. Now, may I ask you what you were doing when that was a hit? Probably I'll cause some trouble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be specific? Not probably without getting in trouble. Okay. <laughs> some things never change. Exactly. That's okay. Thanks. It's the Friday Night Retro Show. I gotta say thank you very much to the Paul Harris uh, folks. Thank you very much, Paul Harris. Thank you. Also, Kittles Furniture. And thank you, Kittles. Thank you, Kittles. Thank you. And we have a request here. Yes. Uh, now, now, who's the group that you want to hear? Kaja Dudu. What? Kaja Dudu. Kaja Dudu. What was the artist again? Kaja Dudu. I thought Kaja so. Kaja Dudu. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's too shy on the Friday Night Retro Show by... Kaja Dudu. W-E-N-S. <laughs> Friday Night Retro Show guy from Bloomington, Indiana, David Lee Roth, and uh, Jim Thrones here with the emails uh, going on again here. Could you please play A View to a Kill by Duran Duran? That song rocks! Yeah! From Ryan, and also a request from Lola. I bet we can play it then. Yes! On the Friday Night Retro Show, 97.1 W-E-N-S. 97.1 W-E-N-S, Friday Night Retro Show. That's from the sports album, right? Yes! Huey Lewis the News, I'm Bernie Egan, Jim Thrones here. We still have a few minutes left that we can get a couple calls in. 239 Hello. Hi, this is Lynn. Um, I just want to say that I love your show, and I'm so glad that you start from 5 until 12, because it gives me a lot of time to listen to it. That was kind of the idea behind this, Lynn. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? Our boss pushed us kicking and screaming into doing seven hours. <laughs> All right, he did. Okay. Well, at least you get paid a lot. But... Oh, boy, let me tell you, the money is rolling in. <laughs> when does it start? <laughs> we get pizzas later, okay? Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if I request the song? Oh, you, oh that's probably where I like. You really called, wasn't it? Yeah, well, also to tell you, you know, how much I love you guys. I'm going to cry. Well, just cry after I uh, request the song, okay? okay? Can I request Debbie Gibson, Only in My Dreams? Friday Night Retro Show, Moody Blues, who uh, wrapped up the Deer Creek season just this week, in fact. Yeah. A little big show. They brought the orchestra out. <laughs> Next year, they'll be bringing the wheelchairs out for those guys. Huh? Hey. <laughs> hey, is it almost time to go? Yes, it oh. is. Uh, you guys are great. I was in high school when all these songs came out. This is bringing back memories. <laughs> Party on. We get together and listen to the retro show and play cards. Party on. The Friday Night Retro Show makes me feel like singing. She blended me with singing. Sorry, I get so emotional, baby, every time I think of you. <laughs> the way you make me feel. <laughs> Party on. Stop singing. Stop singing. Oh. Stop that, too. Party on. <laughs> We're going. We got to go. Oh, man. I'm sorry. It's we got over already. We party on. Oh. I got to thank Eric Garns for answering these phones on night. We should do something nice for him sometime. Hey, I'll buy him a drink. Hey, hey. I want to thank Jim Sorrell for being here and helping me. Oh. The guy who helps me with all the research oh. information. Late in 1980 and early in 81, we were all celebrating with Cool in the Gang. Thanks again, everybody, for the Friday Night Retro Show. Bye. Bye. Wow, what a cool show. The Friday Night Retro Show is hosted by Bernie Egan and Jim Cerrone on radio station WENS-FM in Indianapolis, Indiana from 1989. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program or if there's a classic trick that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For all things 
Sports Radio Live. I'm Jeff Bennett. There awesome. you go, Jeff. Great show. Awesome. Uh, Bernie, yeah. was that, what were you doing with that show? I mean, that was 5 to midnight. Did you voice track it? How, how much of it was live and how much of it here's, wasn't? Here's what happened. We, we did the first two hours live, and the last five hours were voice tracked. And what we would do in a lot of cases is <clears throat> Eric would be over there taking calls from 7 to midnight. We had a shortcut unit, and one channel was the caller, the other channel was Eric. We had Eric turn his channel down so that the caller could hear him, but it would not transfer to the shortcuts. And then, during the course of the week, I would take all of those calls and put our voices in them. Jim Cerrone and me. All, our, uh, all those calls, and then we'd put our voices in them. Now, some of those calls were done between 5 and 7, so they were actually being able to be done live. But most all of them were, it was like we did them one week and played them the next. Hmm. And it was just one of the things I did it for was to prove how effective you could be with voice tracking. Because it was just amazing that you could voice track like that. Now, were you using Wide Orbit at that time? Or what, what system were you using? No, we were, uh, we were still on, uh, no, what's the other one? I can't even well, remember. Was it Enco, uh, you know, the, Enco Audio Vault or? Audio Vault, yeah. Uh, and here's the reason, this is really awful to say, but here's the reason that, that Jim Cerrone was on the show. Now, in the main studio, I could run the board, but in the production studio, I could not voice track. There was no way a blind person could do it at, at that time. And so I ran the board when we were on 5 to 7, and then when we voice tracked, he ran the board to voice track all the put all the tracks in. Now, so, did Jim Stroh do a regular show on the station as well, or was that just for the Friday night? He, he was actually the uh, the station music director, and he did some part time stuff. Uh, but he, you know, we we decided that we could do this show together, and we actually thought we could make that show number one in Indianapolis on Friday nights, and we did. And hmm. people, I mean, to this day. People still remember the show, and it became a destination for people on Friday nights. Like the one person said, they play they play cards and listen every Friday, and people listened to work on Friday nights when they had to work. And it was just it was one of those shows. My boss heard something similar on Star in Atlanta, and he came back and he said, "All right, I want you guys to do this show." And he said, "I want to call it the Friday Night Retro Show, and I want to make it a party, and you take it from there." Hmm. And he, I knew exactly, because I, I knew this guy so well, I knew exactly what he wanted. And so that's How long did, did you guys do it? We started in, uh, gosh, I think we started in early 99, and we did it until 2001, uh, because then I had to go to mornings. And I tried to do both, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, doing that show, it required work all week to edit the phone yeah. calls. Yeah, and then do, the phone do you, do you realize, Bernie, if that if if someone had the money and you that that could have been a syndicated show on the satellite for the whole country? That oh, was, yeah. it was it was we, that good yep. a show, Bernie. Yeah, it could have. We we tried and tried to get Emmis to syndicate that show. Uh, we because we knew. I said I said, look, we can we can voice track it. We can do whatever you want. We can take breaks wherever you want them. Uh, whatever mm-hmm. it needs to happen. 
we could do this, and they they have no interest in it. Yeah. Now, now what I'm wondering, Bernie, your guy, because it's very similar now, and you know this show I list, you know, JMV, your sports guy, yeah, who, of course, yeah. does the Saturday Night Show, and it's a very, his show is very similar to what you guys were doing. Was he a listener to your show? Is that where he kind of came up with the idea, or was he even around and living there? Yeah. Now, I know he listened, because honestly, most, and I hate to say this, but it is true, most of the radio people in town listened. Yeah. Um, and and they liked it. You know, it was fun. It was different. Yeah. No show was like it on the air. No. So, you know, yeah. and then when you think about the fact that it's seven hours long and you're voice tracking five of the <laughs> seven hours, and it still sounds live. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. pretty fun. I would, and you I would have never known well, Bernie. Bernie. You have aged well. You don't sound any different today than you did in 1999. That's good. I like that. It is. Yeah, I'll take that any day. Walter, you have your hand raised. What what would you like to say? Can you unmute yourself, please? He has a request. Uh, It's on the bottom left-hand side of your screen. He doesn't want you to ask him any embarrassing questions like he did those people. There we go. There we are. I got it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, um, that was very well, uh, very, very good there, Bernie. Um, we used to um, uh, do competition uh, with the Indiana School for the Blind, and, and unfortunately, we never got enough downtime to uh, tool the dial so I could hear if you were on. Because, okay, you were, uh, how long were you on the, the, the station? Which station, WNS? Yes. Uh, I started there in 81 and uh, switched over to B in 2002. Oh, okay. Then you you would have been on there uh, uh, because the first time we were in Indianapolis was uh, in 89 uh, for swimming and forensics. And then we were there again to get for a track. Um, Oh, okay. All right. You were were from Iowa, is that right? Yes. Iowa School for the Blind? Yes. Okay, okay. So you like the show, Walter? Yes, it was very good. Oh, and I like the uh, uh, the uh, the jingles that you were doing. Jam you know, jingles. Jam those jingles. Those jingles were purchased by my boss. He paid for them because the company mm-hmm. wouldn't pay for them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow! Because we all knew what we wanted to do until it came time for syndication, and then they all backed out. Yeah. Well, uh, in in hindsight, if 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 they would have thought ahead, they it probably would have worked as a syndicated show. And you know what the problem, the thing is today, Bernie, if if someone wanted to do a show like that today, I think with everything being nostalgia and people remembering nostalgia, and there are 80s based stations now, a show like that might have actually might actually still work today. Yep. Yeah, it might. It really might. One thing. One thing, one thing about it is there is audience participation, which you don't hear on the radio anymore. No, no you don't. I think that would really be good and, to have on the radio. And the other thing is, if people want to hear a song, they they just go to their phone and they find it yeah, that yeah. way. And unfortunately, that is and that so, is uh, more true than you realize. Yeah, and and so when people were requesting songs back then, they knew what they wanted to hear. Yeah, and, and they hadn't heard I it mean, for a while had, either. You know, we, yeah. Yeah, we had we had constant calls every week 
And we had sometimes if Eric wasn't available, we had to have somebody else answer the calls. And we had to train them, you know, because they had to say certain things to make the caller say certain things so right. that I could make it work. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just so much. And, and hearing that back tonight, it's like. Wow. You know, I shouldn't say this, Brady, but if I was single back then and I was doing the show, I, I probably could have picked up some fiends, some chicks back then. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, never mind. I thought I, Jeff not... said he was going to date you or something. <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah. You got to see yourself. <laughs> you got to point that built. Yeah. <laughs> I thought but, that's what Jeff was going to say. No, but I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that I could see that, that, that everyone was like, hooked into this show it was electric you, you actually had the right callers and I'm, I'm sure there were a lot of calls that didn't get on the air so you had the right exactly yeah. you had the you, you knew exactly what the calls were and what what you wanted the sound of the show to be and that that, yes. that, that yeah. that's what made that's what that's what truly made the show and then a few years yeah. later the station the, was gone yeah and the fact that it was it really was a party you know, it sounded like a party, and we had nothing yeah. to drink in the studio at all. <laughs> yeah. Were you sad that's, when that's WNS why. went away, Bernie? When WNS went away, or did you know it was going when it went? Do you know when it? Uh, I I knew. Well, they they moved me to B one hundred five point seven, and I went kicking and screaming. I did not want to go. Um, I, I knew someday I would have to go. Uh, it's like John Mellencamp said in one of his songs. That's okay. I knew it would happen, but I was hoping not today. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted, I wanted to work on a younger station for longer. And, uh, my boss actually came to my house to discuss it. He wow. said, well, I knew you would feel this way, and so I had to come to your house to talk to you about it. <laughs> they wouldn't do that I now. <laughs> I was just upset. And, and, and yet, really, it was, it was the best move I could have made because um, eventually with uh, ENS going country, uh, I, I don't think I would have fit very well. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they moved me over to, to be on 5.7. And, and it is a testament to you, Bernie, because being in radio for 40 years plus, that that is you don't see too many people who last in radio that long. No. And, Especially uh, after they retire. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, uh, you're right, Chris. But, oh, I mean, it, it is a testament to you. I mean, I'm not even saying whether you're blind or sighted. It's a testament because it's a business now where I don't know if in the future of radio you're going to see longevity like we've been seeing lately. And and I'm seeing more and more people saying it's time to move on and retire, even more now than ever. And maybe because I'm getting older. Right. And but. the other thing about the show is no one would t- would ever know that the real reason Jim Cerrone was there was because I couldn't run the board. Right. <laughs> you know, yes. I mean, he was great and everything, but originally, and that's why the jingle had my name only on it, because it was supposed to be my show, mm-hmm. you know, but they didn't, they didn't work you know, a lot at that time. Sure. Yeah, but it, but it, uh, you could tell that you guys got along really well, the two of you. Oh, we did. And we still do. You know, we still yeah. do. So that's kind of cool. Hey, yeah, I'm glad uh, we could do this tonight. And Bernie, thank you for reminding me that I that you had given me this air check a while ago, and thank you for suggesting yeah, it to I me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, you know, one of the real reasons that I wanted you to play it is because I wanted to show people what, honestly, what you could do with voice tracking. You know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, voice tracking, you can't do anything. You can't do that. You can. You can do a lot. Some people would have never known. Yeah. Some people don't. That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you told me, I would have never known. And I was impressed because I knew every song on this air check. So, hey. (laughs) Well, you know, that makes sense, though, because, I mean, I think it was, you know, as as Jeff said earlier, we we did pick and choose some of the songs that, you know, when people would request a song that we we just didn't think would fit. You know, we we had a pretty tight playlist. Well, I was saying I knew it because it was the 80s. I know. I know. I I I knew about three of them, but that's okay. (laughs) I knew them all. I admit it. I knew all of them. I knew quite. I knew them as well. Bernie, thank you very much. That was uh, it. Was just fantastic. That was awesome. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Two two really great features back to back on one show. Wow. Oh man. Yeah. Really. That's for sure. I never know, and we didn't even Jeff and I didn't even discuss it. We just no. We we sometimes he just knows. I know. We just. Like that, you know, we just figured yeah. out. Figured out. Well, we figured out that we've come to the end almost, Jeff. And we want to thank the panel. We want to thank everyone. And stay tuned. And Tim will, Radio Tim will be up with his show. A lot of his listeners are hanging out saying, when's Tim going to begin? When's Tim going to begin? Yeah, no kidding. Come Why on. don't you guys shut up? Shut up now. Get over it. But. Thank you. I don't care what they say. Jeff, what are we going to play now? Well, uh, they say the best laid plans of mice and men sometimes go astray. And this went astray when we were supposed to do this radio station two weeks ago and it played the same feature twice, which was my fault. I admit that. And we're going to hear WYNZ in South Portland, Maine, owned and operated by Saga with their variety hits format. Well, we're going to listen right now, we hope. But anyway, we'll try for the third time to be the charm. Have a great week, everyone. This week on my feature station segment, we're traveling to a market that we haven't visited in a long time. We're traveling to Portland, Maine, and we're going to listen to radio station WYNZ-FM. The station dropped their classic hits format in favor of a variety of its format. The station is owned and operated by Saga Communications, and they call themselves Whoopi 100.9. Why the Whoopi moniker? Well, it's named after those famous snacks from Maine Whoopi Pies. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WYNZ-FM on this edition of All Things Radio Live. Whoopi 100.9. We play everything. Whoopi 100.9. Hey, thanks for listening to Whoopi 100.9. Instead of yelling at us like most other people do. We play everything. If you want to help us make Whoopi, yeah, you heard me. Yeah, I said it. I win your name.
Whoopie 100.9, available anytime, anywhere at whoopie1009.com. Wow, that's almost 24 hours a day. Supported by Air and Water Quality, Maine's water treatment and radon experts, an authorized independent Connecticut dealer. The way water should be. Whoopie Weather is brought to you by locally owned Waltz & Sons Propane. Only residential, only propane. Call Waltz & Sons. WaltzAndSons.com, fueling your life. Whoopie Weather. A cold and blustery Thursday in store for us. We'll see highs reaching the 30s this afternoon. Mainly sunny skies expected today, though, will be very windy. Heading into Friday, much calmer conditions expected. Highs will be more seasonable in the middle 40s for the afternoon. Rain and snow will develop late in the day, switching over to all rain Friday night, continuing into Saturday. Saturday itself looks very mild. Highs in the middle and upper 50s for the afternoon. Rain should come to an end for the late afternoon hours. I'm CBS 13 Meteor. Meteorologist Christian Bridges. Well, playing everything isn't as easy as it seems. In fact, it's way easier. Whoopi 100.9, we play everything. WYNZ, WYNZ HD1, South Portland. Whoopi 100.9, we play everything. Magazine while they last at all locations of Sherman's Main Coast Bookshops, Main Dentistry, and Pollen's Tire and Auto Care. Best of the 207 Magazine, 90 pages of everything we love about living in Maine. Sponsored by Portland Radio Group and Fidium Fiber. Whoopi 100.9, we play everything. They gave us 25,000 watts, and this is what we did with it. Whoopi 100.9. Whoopi 100.9. Changing the contours of Maine's culture. Whoopi 100.9. Whoopi 100.9. 
100.9. We play everything. Whoopi 100.9. Recognizing that radio stations are prone to hyperbole, we simply state that we're the best at whatever it is we do. Whoopi 100.9. Whoopi 100.9. We play everything. Hey, give us a call anytime at 879-1009. If it doesn't show up on the screen as the Medicare helpline, I would just might pick up. Whoopi 100.9. Streaming for free at Whoopi1009.com. Supported by Air and Water Quality, Maine's water treatment and radon experts, an authorized independent Connecticut dealer. The way water should be. Whoopi 100.9. Predictable unpredictability. We play everything. WYNZ, WYNZ HD1, South Portland. Whoopi 100.9. We play everything. Well, there you go. Whoopi 100.9, WYNZ FM in Portland, Maine. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a featured station you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. 0595 hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.